Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however, wherever you may be mm. listening, we're so glad you're tuned in today. Thanks for taking some time to uh, listen to On The Way. Man, we just want to encourage you to rate and review and share this podcast. If you're listening on a podcasting app, helps us get the word out. Yep. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, the listener, at OTW at Baptist. Dot O-R-G. <laughs> Pastor Jeff, man, this time of year, let me tell you my question. Oh, boy. Can I just get some peace and quiet? <laughs> now, you, now, hang on. You only live with Miss Terry. Yes. Now, I'm not, I'm not, not taking Ms. that too deep on there. It's I'm just saying. It's not Miss Terry that's, 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 you know, making me want peace and quiet. Uh-huh. It's okay. everything and everyone else. It is kind of loud this time of year, isn't it? It's just not so much. And just... don't you just feel like we have to be at four places at once? Oh my goodness! Yes, I, I've, I feel like I need to clone myself sometimes. But yes, we all know the world does not need more of me. <laughs> <laughs> just we need more of Jesus. We don't need more of me. Goodness gracious! But yeah, we need some peace and and some some quiet. Where do you find that? How do well, you how do you get peace and quiet, Pastor? And Kevin? I think that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to look at matter of fact. Um, it's Jesus's most famous sermon. It's called the Sermon on the Mount. Of yeah, all the yeah. teachings that Jesus gave, uh, he gave us what's called the Sermon on the Mount. And the first part of it is called the uh, the Beatitudes, or as somebody said once, the attitudes that ought to be. Yeah. The, you know, the attitudes <laughs> right. I ought to have in my life. Exactly. And Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, mm. for they will be called the sons of God. And I think we've got to really understand what peace is, Pastor Jeff, because when we think of peace, I might think of, uh, man, a week on a beach in Hawaii. That would bring me peace. I would not think of that. You would not think of that. I am not a beach person, so that would actually cause me more anxiety (laughs) than peace. So uh, my peace is sitting on top of a mountain somewhere, just relax, let the wind blow through my hair and hear the birds and and but, shoot whatever deer happened to walk in front of me. <laughs> yeah, but, but that wouldn't be peaceful for the deer. <laughs> but it's really good for my freezer. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They don't even know what hits they them. Don't you know, know. It's, it's like they just, you know. And with your shooting, probably nothing hit them. All right, moving oh, right along. <laughs> that was low. That was cold. Hey, but, but peace <laughs> is not found in having the right circumstances. It's not found in having deer in your freezer. It's not found in sitting on a beach in Hawaii. That's right. It's really found in having the right attitude. And how hmm. can I have the right attitude, the attitude of peace, in the midst of this you know, chaotic time of year, especially this week? Because everybody loves peace. Everybody wants peace. Everybody oh, yeah. desires peace. We everybody might even, wants a piece of peace. Yeah, <laughs> we might even pray for peace, right? But, man, it just seems so elusive today. Life really just does. seems to have this conflict uh, externally, internally, mm. uh, I'm just doing something I don't want to do. Another Christmas is upon me, and I said I would start earlier this year. I said <laughs> I wouldn't wait till the last minute this year. Right, and, right. You know, one thing. After and we're still another. waiting on that Amazon package we're to come still in. Waiting. Especially a Christmas Day, thinking and just coming up this week on Saturday, Christmas Day. There's so much excitement and. Very little peace. Mm. I mean, I know our house turns into an absolute wreck. There's wrapping paper everywhere, and I'm stressing because I'm trying to make sure none of the the Christmas presents get thrown out with the wrapping paper, Mm. and and it just isn't very peaceful. 
And peace, you know, peace is not avoiding situations. It's not running from a problem. It's not pretending it doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, it's not saying, well, I just don't want to talk about it. You know, that that's, that's being a coward. That's yeah. not being a peacemaker. Yeah. Right. What Jesus is saying here, blessed are the peacemakers. But on the other hand, peace is not just giving in. You know, letting have the other person have their way, right. letting them right. run it's not over being a you. Doormat. Being a right. doormat. Yeah. You know, that's not that's not being a peacemaker is not necessarily being passive. Jesus didn't do that. He was a very controversial person. He stood his ground. He had his enemies and you know, uh peace is also just not the absence of war. It's not just a truce. I mean, a truce is better than war, but it's not real peace. A truce is just that uh, secession of hostilities, but but real peace, you know, when we, when we talk about being a peacemaker, uh, that's hard. And how do I, yeah, yeah. you know, how do I understand really what it is? And then, you know, you know, where where do I have it? How how can I have peace with different maybe directions? Well, I think we've got to first understand that, you know, even just as you read that passage, Matthew 5, 9, it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are called the sons of God. That's not, like you said, a passive peace. Yeah. It's called peacemakers. Yes. So we, we sometimes have to make peace. Sometimes you have to to put some effort into it. Sometimes having peace with someone involves a lot of hard work on your part, you know? Peace ultimately is a right relationship with God that leads to a right relationship with yourself that leads to a right relationship with other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it really, peace involves right relationships. Yeah. Uh, you, You know, the Bible says it this way. I love what Paul said in Romans 12. If it's possible... As much as it depends upon you, mm. live at peace. Yeah, there's some personal responsibility in there. Yeah, it's not you're not going to sit around and wait for someone else to come and make peace with you. You're going to mm. go and make peace as much as it depends on you. There's so much personal responsibility in that. But even then, sometimes peace doesn't happen because mm-hmm. they're unwilling to have peace with you. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you do? I mean, how do you get into a right relationship with those people at that point? Yeah. How do you make that as peace? As much as it depends upon you. And I think right. that that's what he's talking about there. And, and, and you know, I've got to have peace with others. I, I've got to have peace, though, with God. Mm-hmm. That's only possible through Jesus. And right. that results, you know, in, in the righteousness of God. I, I love what the psalmist wrote. Psalmist, Psalm 8510 says, Righteousness and peace kiss each other. <laughs> there, there's huh. a love affair between righteousness and mm. peace. You know, they're not separated. You can't have peace without righteousness. In other words, if I'm not right with God, I'm never going to have peace. That's right. Yeah. If I'm not right with God, I'm never going to be satisfied. Yeah, because we're always going to be looking elsewhere for that peace. And the peace that we are all real looking for, we have that God-shaped hole, you know, mm. I think as Nietzsche said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a philosopher, and, and we're all trying to fill that that void with something. And we think these things are going to cause peace, they're going to have uh, create peace within us. And a lot of times, most of the time, all the time, they don't. 
because peace is found only in God. But real peace, when we have peace with God, yeah, it really results in life and life more abundantly than mm. Jesus talked about in John chapter yes. ten and verse ten. Yeah, uh, you know Romans eight, Paul said the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. if, if I want peace, I've got to have peace w- with God. Right. Uh, right. That will lead to a right relationship with myself. That will lead to a right relationship w- with with other people. And a lot of times, we don't have peace, or we don't create peace with other people because we have too high a view of ourselves. Mm. We think, oh, they don't deserve peace. I deserve better, so I'm going to hold that over them. And many times those people don't even know that we're struggling, that we're holding that over their head, you know, and it's kind of like we develop a bitter spirit from them. And there's so much more to this that we need to talk about. Uh, what are the what are the the enemies of peace in our life? Because there's plenty of those. Yeah, why is it so hard? And yeah. and how do we reconcile when Jesus said my peace that I give you is not as the world. Mm. My peace is different. And when we come back after the break, maybe we need to dive into that a little bit more. Are you enjoying On The Way? If so, please feel free to share this podcast with others. You can listen to On The Way on all of your favorite podcasting apps. If you are interested in learning more about On The Way or Fincastle Baptist Church, visit our website at www.fincastlebaptist.org. That's www.fincastlebaptist.org. Now, back to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On The Way. I'm Pastor Jeff here with Pastor Kevin, and we are talking about peace. And we're not talking about... I want another piece of pie, <laughs> which I wouldn't mind a piece of pie right now. It'd be great. Wouldn't Pastor it be awesome? Jeff. Which oh, what kind? What kind? Apple pie. Uh, that's right. I need that. That's the only yeah. kind. Warm apple pie, a little bit of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, I think I'm going to step out for a second. You... <laughs> okay, I'll take it for a few minutes. <laughs> you, for... you go ahead and have no, your pie. No, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, we're talking about peace. How do we find peace? What? Why can't we find peace? And and we talked that uh, uh, in the first break about. Uh, are the attributes of peace. What is peace like? Peace is not avoiding or uh, appeasing, or it's not just an absence of war. Um, peace brings about certain things in our life, and we talked about that. It brings about a right relationship with others. It also gets a right relationship or righteousness with God, and then it gives us a right relationship with ourself. And so, but there's plenty of things that are fighting against us. I mean, especially this time of year, right? Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, there's the traffic, the shopping, the baking, the traveling. Oh, you're stressing me out. Buying, <laughs> the buying, <laughs> the credit card yeah, exactly. bills that we know are coming. Right. It's just a never-ending cycle, and Mm. on this Christmas Sunday, I think one of the things that really stress people out is just selfishness. Mm. Yeah, you know, selfishness causes me to focus more on what I want, right, (laughs) rather than what I already have. Yeah, and James chapter 4 talks about that. It says, What is the source of wars and fightings among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? From your desires to have and and not to give? Isn't that where we're yeah, at? Yeah, he, he talks about my selfish pleasures, yeah. my desires, my selfish 
wants, my selfish, selfish plans. Mm-hmm. And, and even in verse 3, he talks about how I can pray selfishly sometimes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we see that selfishness in the little things of life, don't we? You know, mm. you got dual control electric blankets now. <laughs> you know. Well, I think that was a few years ago. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure they have electric well, blankets anymore. They, I, you can still get them. I, sleep number beds. That yeah, have we have a sleep number bed. Yeah, you do so have a sleep number we bed. We do. Yeah, I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just can't hide. I'm a 55. You know, just so I, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, Jennifer's a 70. Us, for those of us that have a normal mattress and have no idea what Pastor Jeff is speaking of, <laughs> oh, they right all know. Now, They've seen the commercials. Come they on, probably though have multiple TVs. I bet they do. You yeah. know, so I can go downstairs and watch what I want to watch while yep, yep. they watch what they want to watch. That's right. <laughs> Just selfishness everywhere. And in addition to that, this time of year, there's so much spending. Oh, my goodness. There's just so much spending. And you think of the amount of conflict that comes because of arguments about about money, mm. especially this time of year. And you know what's funny? And maybe we shouldn't talk about this, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> coming from a pastoral perspective and from a church perspective, mm. it's funny to see the end of the year giving is always kind of high, mm. but then the first of the year, it's always really low. Yeah, because people are kind of making up for those credit card bills that yeah. they ran up through the month of December. So spending is an adversary to peace because if you're in debt and you're struggling with that credit card debt, boy, goodness, you're not going to have a lot of peace because you're going to, you know, always wondering, is that phone call from a bill collector? Is that, you know, do I need to avoid that call? And that just brings stress, you yeah, know. Uh, absolutely. And I think the stress is because, you know, we try to be like everybody else or we have this unrealistic expectation or, or you know, we, we just don't prioritize what we mm. should prioritize. And ultimately, it's, it's really just sin. Yeah, I was going to say that it really just comes down to the sin in our life that that kills our peace. It's a peace killer. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and, and you know there can be no peace without ultimately the, the Prince of Peace, right? Jesus yeah. Christ, and He taught us again in His most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. In other words. Mm. They will be right and pure and have a right relationship with me. Yeah, absolutely. And and isn't that what we all want? Mm. We all want to have that peace, especially this time of year. We're really, really looking for that. Yeah, and, and so, you know, I think if I'm going to have peace, though, there also just has to be some surrender on my part. Mm. You know, if you think of it in a military context— for there to be peace, one side has to surrender. And the Bible talks about right. how there's a war going on within us between mm-hmm. our new nature and our old nature. Even the great apostle Paul said, the things I don't want to do are the things I end up doing. And the yeah. things that I want to do are the things that I don't do. Mm. He, he talked about how there's this battle that goes on within him. Sometimes in cartoons, we see this illustrated with, you know, the <laughs> angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder. And there's mm-hmm. there's this war. And the Bible talks about that, that, that inside each of us, there's this, there's this battle for, for peace in the midst of just everyday life, and especially this week 
when, let's be honest, uh, many of our listeners are going to be traveling. Mm. Many of our listeners are going to interact with relatives. And, you know, there's something that just happened in the past. And there's that one uncle that just rubs us the wrong way or that one family member that gets under my skin. And, and it's just hard to have peace. Yeah. And, and you're right. It does involve surrender. And it's not a truce. Yes. Because a truce is just we're going to we're going to agree to disagree. Right. You know, we're not making peace. We're just I still hate you. <laughs> I still want to shoot my gun at you, but I I'm not going to because we signed this piece of paper. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's a total unconditional surrender on our part because we are the ones at fault. We are the ones that have the sin nature. I, I love Charles Spurgeon, one of my one of my favorite preachers. Uh, said it this way. He said, what a strange medley are we of the diabolical and the divine, Mm. the sinful and the heavenly, so sadly wedded to the earth and yet so gloriously born from heaven. We have to surrender that, that worldly part of us, that part that wants our way, that wants our, 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 gimme, 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 to, to the desires of God for our life. Yeah, and ultimately, when we think of it in a biblical context of developing a relationship with Christ, I have to surrender, as you said, my way, my will, mm-hmm. and ultimately my heart to God. Uh, to say it another way, I can't get saved until I get lost, <laughs> until I realize yeah. that I don't have God in my life. And when we talk about on the way, we're reminded that there is a way, and the way is able to be found. Yes. And Jesus Christ himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets into heaven but by me. And Jesus elsewhere would talk about how the way is narrow, mm-hmm. and very few find it. Yeah, yeah. And when we think about peace, ultimately peace with God very few seem to find it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we, we insist on holding on to our desires and our will, and we've got to release that. We've got to let that go. It's such a hard thing to do. It's so difficult. And I think that's why so many people aren't peacemakers. Again, Jesus mm-hmm. said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. You know, if I really want to be a, called a sons of a son of God, and and we all want that, I've got to learn to be a peacemaker. And as you said earlier, it won't just happen. Mm-hmm. There is some responsibility we have. And right. when we come back after the break, Pastor Jeff, maybe we need to dive into what is God's part and what is our part in this idea of peace. Yeah. So we we'll right back after this short. Fincastle Baptist Church Highlands Campus is excited to invite you to join our church family. With programs and events for kids, youth, men, women, and the church in general, you are sure to find some way to be involved and connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups available where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then, at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person Sunday service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for an active time of biblical lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our church services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. 
Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fincastle students Ignite is a time of gathering, games, biblical lessons, and discussion. This is an opportunity for students to deepen their faith and experience the freedom that comes with Christ-centered community. There's a lot more happening at our Highlands campus that we have to offer. For information on our church and our programming and events, go to fincastlebaptist.org and click on the Highlands campus link. Now, let's get back to On the Way with Pastors Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Well, welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and we're talking about peace and how peace is so difficult, mm-hmm. especially this is Christmas week, Pastor Jeff. Yeah, Just yeah. a few more days, man. Yeah, I'm a- assuming that you're you're done. Right, your shopping list is done. You're not one of those procrastinators that waits to the last minute, are you? I do not wait to the last minute. I try to get everything done. Uh, you know, like you said, though, when, when I only have to shop for one person, right. we're both blessed yeah. that Miss Jen and Miss Terry kind of take care of the rest of the family on our behalf. But uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of input involved. In there's that, a lot know? of input involved, no doubt. But uh, And I, I know you buy a gift for Miss Terry. Of you know, course. And, and for all the guys out there, when, when your wife or your spouse or your significant other says, hey, you don't have to get me anything for Christmas, you know what they mean, right? They're lying. They don't mean <laughs> you don't have to get me anything for Christmas. <laughs> hey, uh, and, and by the way, while we're on this subject, let us help you out here, guys, if you're listening. Do not buy your wife anything that plugs in, okay? I mean, I'm just going to help you right now. If she wants, if she says she wants something, that she does not really want that. And by the way. Now, hold on. I bought Jen a, a food processor exactly. last year. And she loved it. Yeah, that's what she told you, okay? Yes. <laughs> Did she come and talk to you behind uh, the scenes? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't, don't buy your wife anything that, and by the way. Don't buy your white jewelry either. The kind of jewelry she wants, you can't afford. You can't. Fellas. I mean, right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what we can do, Pastor Jeff. But I mean, you know, it, we're doing our best. Like we're not bringing ourselves much peace here. We're doing our best to help, though. Yeah, you know? we're we're trying to help, and <laughs> and I do know what I'm really excited about, and that is our Christmas Eve services. Oh yeah, man, yeah. they're coming just a few days I look away. Forward to those. Those are so much fun. Candlelight. Uh, kids sermon, uh, lots of carols. It's just a beautiful time of worship. And, and it, it really, honestly, is quite peaceful. It really, really is. It'll be at 2 o'clock and at 4 o'clock at That's both right. campuses. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, more information is on the uh, website, fincastlebaptist.org. But we'd love to see you. And if you've been listening, man, be sure and find us after the service. We'd love to meet you personally yes, we as would. well. Yeah, we sure well, would. Pastor Jeff, how, how can we make peace? I mean, Jesus is saying here that we should be peacemakers. And before the break, I talked about how you know, God has a part. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. we have a part. Well, it's important to understand that there are there's there it's a it's a tandem effort, mm. you know. And God could create peace all on his own. Mm. But he allows us to be a part of that solution. And I love that. I love that God says, "Hey, I'm going to give you some responsibility. I'm going to let you put some skin in the game here and make this responsibility." But we got to understand those two parts. What what is God's part? What is my part. How do we? What does that mean? So let's let's yeah, talk about I mean, God's part. Well, we I think to... God's part. You know, peace has been planned by the Father. One of yep. the names of you know, in the Old Testament for the Lord is Jehovah Shalom, 
the Lord our peace. Mm -hmm. uh, even if people do not know Hebrew, they probably know the word shalom. <laughs> right. means peace. That's right out of the Bible. And even the passage in Isaiah chapter 9. Yeah. It says he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, the Prince, Prince of, of Peace. peace. And it's been purchased by the Son. You know, because Jesus died on the cross, he's reconciled all things. He's made peace, Colossians 1 says, mm. through his blood shed on the on the cross. Amen. Wow. That's so powerful. God, God has done a lot of the work <laughs> of creating peace between us and him. Yeah, he provided us the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. One of the fruits, one of the results of walking in the Spirit and living by the Spirit, being controlled by the Spirit, is a life of, of peace. Yeah, yeah. But then we also have a part to play. Yeah, we do. We do. We've got to. We've got to understand our part. And Pastor Kevin, I've got. I, I, I got it. Yeah, I, I got an acrostic for it. No, no I way, stole it because do. it's on your notes. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead. You can steal no, this across. No, I am brother. not going to do it because I'm going to let you have the joy, and I'm going to I'm going to be a peacemaker. Know by now that I love across. I'm going to be a peacemaker and let you do the acrostic, Pastor Kevin. Well, I think first of all we have to pee. We have to plan. <laughs> That's it. Right. Won't just happen. We have to take the initiative. Why? Well, because Jesus said so. Jesus said, "You, maybe you need to sit down." Have a meeting. Mm -hmm. Conflict does not resolve on its own. Yeah, you've yeah. got to intentionally deal with it. You you and can't. Sometimes delay you have it. to go out of your way. You got to, to go make out peace. of your way. You got to plan. It, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's right. got to happen. You you got to you got to really plan. And in E, you got to eliminate what I'm going to call the enemies of peace. Mm -hmm. You know, the stress, <laughs> yeah. the worry, the selfishness, all those things we're talking about, the spending that's out of control, Yeah, all of those things. That's the, the personal responsibility that we talked about in Philippians 4. You know, whatever's true, honorable, yeah. just, pure, lovely, commendable, all of these things, think about these things. And then it says, if you do that, the God of peace will be with you. Yeah, so we've got to eliminate those enemies. Plan, eliminate, what's the A? We've got to attack the problem, not the person. Mm. You know, mm. I love what Proverbs But it's Proverbs so much said. easier to attack the person. Yes. Isn't it, though? And it sometimes feels better. Yes. But Momentarily. I think that's the problem. Proverbs says it this way, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a mm. harsh word stirs up anger. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I've got to make a plan. I got to eliminate some things. I got to attack the, the the problem, not the person. All right, Pastor Jeff, I'm going to let you give a C, man. <laughs> I only know this because you gave me the notes on well, this. So C know. is we have to cooperate with each other. And we used this verse earlier. Mm -hmm. Romans, uh, Romans 12. 12, 18. If possible, as much as it depends on you, live at peace with everybody. And then finally, if we're going to have peace, we've got a plan. We've got to eliminate the enemies of peace, attack the problem, not the person, mm. cooperate. And then we have to emphasize relationships, maybe even above resolution. I, I mm. might not resolve every issue, but I can, I can keep the relationship. Sometimes, you know, human beings disagree and what do I do when we just disagree with that family member that mm -hmm. I'm going to see at Christmas dinner? We we focus on the relationship. And reconciliation means I keep talking about it. Right. I, I don't talk about them. I talk 
to them. You know, I I, I learned to disagree agreeably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important, though, to remember, as you've said before, that before you can make peace with others, you've got to first make peace with God, and that's going to create a peace within yourself. And you can't give out peace if there's no peace within you. And that goes back to our verse we talked about. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. That's right. Again, peace is not found in having the right circumstances, but in having the right attitude. And so many people are just searching for peace. And what Jesus is calling us to do here is to make peace. It won't just happen. And and we miss that. Be a peacemaker means, again, our part. We have to plan. Mm -hmm. We have to eliminate some things. Eliminate some thoughts from our brain. Mm -hmm. Take every thought captive. We've got to attack the problem. We've got to cooperate. And then we've got to emphasize the relationship because Christ came and he wants us to not only have peace, but to make peace. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going to the store looking for a bookshelf. Mm. You're going to Lowe's to buy the lumber to make the bookshelf. Mm. You know, it's up to us. It's our responsibility. You know, I can't wait for you to come and make peace with me. God didn't wait to come for us to make peace with him before he came. It says that while we were still sinning, he came. So on behalf of uh, Pastor Jeff and myself and our families and from all of us here at On The Way, our production team as well, we just want to wish you and your family a very Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email them at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more on the way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash otw or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to us while you are on the way.